0: Welcome back to The Breakdown with me, NLW. It's a daily podcast on macro, Bitcoin, and the big picture power shifts remaking our world. The Breakdown is sponsored by Nexo.io, Near.org, and Genesis Trading, and produced and distributed by CoinDesk. What's going on, guys? It is Sunday, May 9th, and that means it's time for Long Reads Sunday. First up, however, a big happy Mother's Day to all of you mothers out there, especially Jesse, the mom to our two little blighters. We literally would not make it through without you. But let's now talk about CBDCs. The central thesis of this episode is that CBDCs aren't about money. They're about power. That thesis will be obvious to many of you, certainly those who have listened to me discuss why China is so keen to get a CBDC and why the U.S. is comparatively slow-moving. Today's LRS selection puts China's motivation clearly. It's by Soon Sorensen, and it's called China is Opting Out of the U.S.-run Financial System. So let's read it, and then we'll talk a little bit more about power. China is opting out of the U.S.-run Financial System. If the U.S. government doesn't lead financial innovation, China will leapfrog it and control the world's emerging monetary infrastructure. An ancient Chinese proverb states that the man who moves a mountain begins by carrying away small stones. China has perfected that like no other nation and has been working to create the infrastructure to leapfrog to global reserve currency status by innovating, building, and controlling the plumbing of a competing global financial system. Digital currencies are a key part of this great game. The US, with Securities and Exchange Commission Chairman Gary Gensler in the lead, has taken notice and is finally beginning to stir. Gensler once told NPR, quote, markets work best when there's a COP on the beat. His observation speaks to the competition among international central banks. But it's the People's Bank of China, the PBOC, that may ultimately become the one and only unofficial COP monitoring and influencing global financial flows. The current global financial system is managed by Wall Street and the Washington Consensus. China wants to have more control over its destiny by using other currencies in a cross-border digital world. Wang Xin, director of the PBOC's research division, stated, If the digital currency is closely associated with the U.S. dollar, it could create a scenario under which sovereign currencies would coexist with U.S. dollar-centric digital currencies. But there would be in essence one boss, and that is the U.S. dollar in the United States. If so, it would bring a series of economic, financial, and even international political consequences. China's recent announcement to join the Central Bank Digital Currency Bridge project demonstrates its willingness to design a world without the U.S. dollar supporting it. While China eclipses the United States in the space race for digital currencies, could that be a Betamax versus VHS scenario of incompatible financial systems? The world may depend on the US dollar presently, but the world may switch to another currency under China's influence. If the US government doesn't lead private-public partnerships encouraging financial innovation, then China will leapfrog it and control the world's financial infrastructure. Despite unresolved banking system issues, the Chinese have applied former European Central Bank President and current Italian Prime Minister Mario Draghi's dictum to do, quote, whatever it takes, to their administration of national and potentially international financial affairs. The Chinese know that the financial fishbowl built by the West decades ago lacks the legacy control over the future flow of the world's money. An old Chinese proverb says, if you want to know what water is, don't ask the fish. If members of the dollar-denominated financial world are the fish, then fresh perspectives are needed to unseat the PBOC's advantageous position in global markets.
1: Looking for the best way to unlock your crypto's liquidity? Nexo.io is exactly what you need. Borrow against your digital assets at just 5.9% APR, earn passive income with yields of up to 12%, and swap between more than 75 market pairs with the instant Nexo exchange. Try the Nexo Wallet app to get the whole 360 degrees of crypto banking. Get started at Nexo.io. Did you know nearly $338 million worth of NFTs were sent last year? And in 2021, that number is growing faster than ever. Looking to make your first NFT? Check out NEAR's fast, scalable, low-cost, open-source platform. Learn why NEAR is the infrastructure for innovation at NEAR.org. That's near.org to learn more today. Genesis Trading is one of the largest digital asset prime brokerages. They are also the largest institutional digital asset lender. In Q1, Genesis facilitated over $30 billion in spot trading, over $10 billion in derivatives transactions, and over $20 billion in new loan originations. Check out the Genesis Q1 report on GenesisTrading.com for insights from the firm, gathered from across their spot trading, derivatives trading, lending, custody, treasury, and prime brokerage business lines. Visit GenesisTrading.com today to learn more. For decades, China has
0: worked on alternatives to the Western-dominated SWIFT system and has sought to obtain a more powerful position within global financial governance institutions, such as the International Monetary Fund. Recently, it has given its fintech industry massive support, effectively putting it in a commanding emerging markets position. Access to payments grants the Chinese government unprecedented access to citizens' buying decisions and taxable wealth. China's aggressive push into CBDCs is the next step in the process of establishing a credible alternative to the euro in the east and dominance of regional finances. In short, China has taken a number of actions to put it in position at the forefront of the global fintech revolution, actions that require a coordinated and consistent response if China is to be prevented from influencing the global financial infrastructure in a direct manner. China testing digital currency. Wang Xin also said, quote, the PBOC sees itself in a race with the United States on digital currency. He added, we had an early start, but lots of work is needed to consolidate our lead. The intent of the People's Bank of China's central bank digital currency, often referred to as the digital yuan, is to offer an alternative to cash. A leader in cashless payments, China is testing the digital yuan in real-world trials in Shenzhen, Chengdu, Suzhou, and other cities, while experimenting with the idea of expanding use to international athletes and visitors at the 2022 Beijing Winter Games. While China systematically goes about its business of implementing a fait accompli and developing the next global financial system, many world governments and regulators are missing the forest for the trees. These governments tend to see the broader digital currency and asset market as a silly plaything of millennials, or are overreacting and focusing on slamming the barn door shut long after the horse is bolted. The Chinese government, on the other hand, has always encouraged monetary innovation with the goal of improving daily transactions for its citizens and monitoring the national economy. China's Alternative to SWIFT crypto assets with international use cases have garnered attention, but the general manager of the China Securities Depository and Clearing Corporation pointed out, quote, a unified payment platform is easier to achieve than a unified global digital currency, which will find it harder to get a foothold. According to a report from the Bank of China, the potential exists for the United States to cut off access to the Chinese banks' dollar settlements. That could lead to China halting US dollar use as the anchor currency for its foreign exchange controls. Meanwhile, use of the cross-border interbank payment system will increase if international transactions of China's national digital currency bypasses SWIFT. The development will in turn make it easier to avoid US financial sanctions while reducing exposure of China's global payments data to the US. China wants to manage its national debt effectively as well as monetize international industries and resources in the brave new world without U.S.-imposed restrictions. The late economist John Maynard Keynes once wrote, Though in the ideal commonwealth, men may have been taught or inspired or bred to take no interest in the stakes, it may still be wise and prudent statesmanship to allow the game to be played subject to rules and limitations. The Chinese know that writing new rules influences establishment of the new world order. All right, back to NLW here. And so there's a bunch that we could talk about with regard to this specific piece. I think there's a big question of the characterization of China supporting its fintech. I think it's trying to totally absorb its fintech. In fact, I think fintech is its first enemy with the dollar as its second tier enemy. I also think there's a whole conversation about the realism and the real politic questions of how much people would be willing to adapt a Chinese digital currency standard. However, the place where Soon and I completely agree is that this is the motivation for China, that they are not playing a short-term game that's just about their own domestic economy. They are playing a long-term game that, in their mind, ends with China in the economic catbird seat via the rest of the world. Interestingly, this wasn't the only thing about China and CBDCs written this week. Neil Ferguson wrote a piece called The China Model. Why is the West imitating Beijing? It's about much more than just CBDCs, but they do get a mention. Here's the line. Quote, and let us not forget those who urge the Federal Reserve to hurry up and devise its own version of China's central bank digital currency, seemingly unaware that the primary goals of the yuan are to tighten the CCP's surveillance of financial transactions and to reduce the power of the electronic payments platforms built by the Chinese tech giants Alibaba and Tencent. Despite Federal Reserve Chair Jay Powell's obvious lack of enthusiasm, he is under growing pressure to follow the Chinese lead. Already, the Bank of England is forging ahead with its own CBDC task force. Christine Lagarde, the president of the European Central Bank, envisages an e-euro in around four years' time. It is one thing to compete with China. I firmly believe we need to do that in every domain, from artificial intelligence to COVID vaccines. But the minute we start copying China, we are on the path to perdition. Now, as if to reinforce Ferguson's point, The Economist put out a just cloying article, cover story even, About the coming central bank digital currencies. And it reads like a pedantic adult glad that these private cryptocurrencies are going to be swept off the map by the eager overlord of the state. Suffice it to say, this theme was picked up by many on Bitcoin Twitter. Alex Gladstein tweeted, Get ready for the Fed coin and the e euro, cheers The Economist, which hypes CBDCs as more revolutionary than Bitcoin. They will shift the power from individuals to the state and are to be treated with optimism. When did this magazine get so authoritarian? Nick Carter said, Western central bankers fall all over themselves to praise the Sino-CBDC, but such a thing is incompatible with a free society. Jeremy Allaire, the CEO of Circle, writes, The entire ivory tower, top policy leaders, and major media editorial boards and think tanks have all been parodying the idea that the U.S. should try to out-China-China with CBDC. This is a disastrous and frankly un-American strategy. The U.S. and much of the West has thrived on open networks, open innovation, open intellectual property development, private sector-led technical innovation, open source technology innovation. It's created incredible and competitive companies. Instead of having China envy, the West should embrace this model and understand that private sector-led digital currencies, open, permissionless blockchains, open and competitive markets, are the basis for preserving a global system built on freedom, democratic principles. It's how the global commercial internet was built and thrived, and it's how our new global economic system is being built, block by block. The reason that I spend so much time on CBDCs is that, one, I believe them to be 100% inevitable. There is too much power in them, too many benefits, too much convenience for citizens. It's going to happen. Period. Full stop. End of story. Second, I believe that decisions that seem small about how they're designed could have enormously far-reaching implications. Particularly around things like privacy. Third, I think that there are very important American values that could either be reified or completely undermined with how we decide to design a digital dollar, values that ultimately all come back to some part of sovereignty. And four, I believe that there will never be a better time to try to shift the conversation than now. Every design element that gets locked, every path that we put ourselves on officially, restricts the band of future opportunities. If you care about the way that a digital dollar is designed, now is the time to say so and join the conversation. With that, guys, I'll wrap. I hope you're having a great weekend. I appreciate you listening as always. Until tomorrow, be safe and take care of each other. Peace. We're witnessing the greatest paradigm shift in finance in modern history. Join thousands of newsmakers and influencers talking the future of money at Consensus by Coindesk. A live virtual experience of leaders, changemakers, virtual reality meetups, keynotes from Ray Dalio, Gary Vaynerchuk, and much more. Get an up-close look at the boom in crypto, the surge in institutional investment in Bitcoin, the NFT mania, the breakneck innovation in decentralized finance, and the coming disruption from central bank digital currencies. The Breakdown listeners can visit events.coindesk.com and use the promo code BREAKDOWN to save $25 today. Join us May 24th through May 27th for Consensus by Coindesk and register today at events.coindesk.com. Thanks for listening and we'll see you there.